Good morning. Good morning, beloved. This is our AM reading and prayer. Okay, more reading than prayer. But this is our AM reading and prayer. Today is October 17th, 2022. Welcome, everybody. I'm praying everybody has had a sweet sleep. Everybody has sweet sleep. Go tell my brethren ministry, okay? So, I got this word either last night yeah i got it last night and then be prior to that it was uh, so many years ago i got this word or this understanding and so it is uh we are handpicked to uh carry out the heart, the heartache of God. We are handpicked for the affliction, persecution, and heartbreak of, hand, of, of the Lord. We're handpicked for that. We are handpicked for joy unspeakable. We are handpicked for mercy that endures. We're handpicked for that. Like we, that's a our commonwealth. But when we pick up our cross, when we are following Jesus, and we have picked up our cross. The only way to follow, we have to have picked up our cross. So when we've picked up our cross and uh, he has changed our mind to, and changing the mind of us to the mind of Christ. When we've picked up our cross, what there's things, everything that could be anything, Jesus bore on the cross, okay? So for each individual person or disciple, which we should be disciples, right? Each individual person have things on their cross, okay? Now, I don't know how it totally worked. Maybe some people just have one thing they have to be on their cross. Whatever the case may be, some may have multiples <laughs> things on their cross that we have to bear. So when we're walking through this life, this journey, this is how we really need to look at it because he is really in us and we're in him. So what he feels and what he thinks, he is giving us access to it. So when we're proclaiming, we're proclaiming from a sincere place. Okay. We're proclaiming from the brokenness of, of the journey. All right. We now it's, it's, it's a different, it's a delivered brokenness, but it's still a brokenness nonetheless. Now, this is the thing. It is written, okay? So look at it like this. When we go into, look at, turn right to Isaiah. Because Isaiah is an example. Guy is at the door. And so Hosea is it all, all of them, all of us, we bear something. We bear something. And the Lord tells us, Moses, we bear something. Okay? So in Isaiah 3, Isaiah 8, sorry, verse 1. I was thinking about verse 3. It says, moreover, the Lord said unto me and to Isaiah, Take you a great roll and write in it with a man's 
pen concerning Maha Mahar Shalal Hash Dash. Now, anybody that's been with Speak Life know I can tear up names, scriptural names in the Bible. So, yeah, okay? It says, and I took unto me, uh, and I took unto me faithful witnesses to record Uriah the priest, Zechariah the son of uh, Jeber, yeah, Chia, whatever. And I went into the prophetess, and she conceived and bore a son. Then said the Lord unto me, Call his name Maher. Shalah hash bash um for before the child shall have knowledge to cry my father and mother the riches of damascus and the spoil of samaria shall be taken away before the king the lord spoke also unto me saying for as much as this people refuses the waters of shiloh the waters of shiloh is the word of god Jesus is the living water. So this is the definition of this child's name. This is the definition of this child's name. It says, before the child shall have knowledge to cry. When is that? When it's first conceived? Before the child shall have knowledge to cry. Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, went before myself. Before the child shall have knowledge to cry. My father, my mother, the riches of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria shall be taken away before the king of Assyria. This is a prophecy. So before he could cry, father or mother, not before he's conceived. Before he could cry, father or mother. Okay. It says, the Lord spoken to me. Again, saying, for as much as this people refuses the waters of Shiloh that go softly, that go softly, okay, and rejoice in Risen and Remaliah's son. Now, they're enemies. So, it's like, instead of receiving the waters of Shiloh, that goes softly. We prefer the flood coming in like a flood. We prefer an enemy. Before we receive the word of God, we prefer an enemy coming in like a flood because we don't want the water that goes down softly. This is what he's saying. So, now, therefore, behold, the Lord brings upon them the waters of the river, strong and many, even the king of Assyria, which is warlike, has been an enemy to the ch children of God since probably it was, uh, I believe, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I believe that's one of Nimrod's children, but I'm not sure. If you want to find who Nimrod is and the importance of him, that's in Genesis 10. He is one of Ham's descendants. 
one of Cush's sons that was cursed by Noah through Ham. Noah didn't curse him. He cursed his child. Okay. Whew. All right. So if you go through the lineage, you'll find uh, different names. But, you know, Paul said don't, don't uh, debate over stuff like that. But this is how we find out sometimes who is who is who okay so but it says now therefore behold the lord brings upon them the waters of the river strong and many even the king of assyria men uh in all his glory and he shall come up upon the channels and go over all his banks and he shall pass through judah he shall overflow and go over he shall reach even to the neck, and the stretching out of his wings shall fill the breadth of thy land, O Emmanuel. Associate, associate yourselves, O you people, and you shall be broken in pieces. So associate yourself, um, your yourselves, O you people, and you shall be broken in pieces. And give ear, all you of far country. Gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. Gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. Because we're girded by the word of God. We're girded by the word of God. Breastplate of righteousness, loins girded, you know. That's all the word of God. Shield of faith. That's all the word of God. And peace. It's all Jesus. It's all the word of God. Okay. So it says, take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Speak the word and it shall not stand. For God is, for God, take counsel together and it shall come to naught. Waste to nothing. Speak the word. And it shall not stand, for God is with us. For the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people. So it's like, okay, the verse before it, it says, Associate yourselves, O you people associate so if you go back he's talking about the king of assyria and it says and he shall pass through judah the church came through the tribe of judah okay and he shall overflow and go over he shall reach even to the neck and the stretching out of his wings shall fill the bread of thy land Oh, Emmanuel, associate yourselves. Let's get this together. Associate yourselves. Biblically, that is because I'm thinking, you know, connect or 
let's see, associate, to break, to break to pieces, to make. Okay, so biblically, biblically, associate is not the associate we said. So it's to break in pieces yourself, O oh you people, and you shall be broken in pieces. Give ear, all you of far country, those that are not nigh. And it says, gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. Gird yourselves, and you shall be broken in pieces. We are, it's gird yourself. Okay, we just going to go on because I, I don't know. For the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I shall not walk in the way of this people. I don't want to gird myself. I want the Lord to gird me. Because I want to speak the word and it shall come to pass. I don't want to speak the word and it comes to not. And the reason why is because their heart is not for the word. Or many of we, our hearts are not for the word. Because he says, for as much as this people refuses, I, I, this is a part of God's heart. What I was thinking about, now he has the other children's names. All these children names that Isaiah had to name his children was the way Israel or the Hebrews was treating God. There was three, even a daughter, Ishbak or something. And so he had to bear that. Not only did he have to bear his children having names of cursing a people, Isaiah is the one that walked three years naked. Isaiah is the one that walked three years naked. Okay. Uncovered. Uncovered. Because he was showing something. He was showing how he felt about the people what his people were doing 20 isaiah 20. it says here isaiah 20 verse 1 in the year that tartan came unto ashdad when sargon the king of assyria sent him and fought against ashdad and took it at the same time spoke the Lord by, by Isaiah, the son of Amos, saying, Go and loose the sackcloth from off your loins. So that's a mourning. Okay. And put off your shoe from your foot. Our feet is guided with the gospel of peace. And barefoot. No, and he did so walking barefoot. 
And the Lord said, like as my servant Isaiah have walked naked and barefoot three years, those three children also, three years for a sign and wonder upon Egypt and upon the Ethiopians. So shall the king of Assyria lead away the Egyptian prisoners and the Ethiopians captives, young and old, naked and barefoot, even with their buttocks uncovered to the shame of Egypt. And they shall be afraid in the shame of Ethiopia, their expectation in Egypt, their glory. Because we, as the children of God, continue to run back to Egypt, thinking our strength comes from Egypt, the bondage. We think our provision comes from our jobs. We think the labor we do in the world pays for our house, puts put our children through school, put us through school. We think our positions in the world does that. And it does not. It does not. We think if we have this amount of money and that amount of money, we can do this, we can do that, we can be happier. But joy is in the presence of the Lord. It's not with money or things. Jeremiah, another one, could not have children. Jeremiah could not have children. He couldn't get married and he couldn't have children. Oh. He had to sink in a pit. Um, a dun he had is it a dungeon or something? So here it says, the word of the Lord came also unto me saying, this is in the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah 16, I'm in verse two, you shall not take you a wife, neither shall you have sons or daughters in this place. For thus says the Lord concerning the sons and concerning the daughters that are born in this place and concerning their mothers that bear them, and concerning their fathers that begot them in this land, they shall die of grievous deaths. They shall not uh, be lamented, uh, neither shall they be buried, but they shall be as dunge upon the face of the earth, and they shall be consumed by the sword and by famine, and their carcasses shall be meat for the fowls of heaven, for the beasts of the air, for thus says the Lord, enter not into the house of mourning, neither go to lament nor bemoan them. For I have taken away my peace from this people, says the Lord, even loving kindness and mercies. Um, okay. There's something of all of our cross that we're handpicked to handle. You know, it's just like in, in the... Bible, the wayward son. Many of us are dealing with wayward children, or we call them prodigals. 
there's something on our cross. So for that person, Hosea had to marry a whore. These are all things we must endure on our cross. So when we're witnessing, we're literally witnessing the glory of God. If, if you're not going through anything, either you're not carrying a cross, you're not chosen for the elect, or you're not in cross, or you're not in Christ. Because many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many, do we hear that? I just caught, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them from them all. There's something on that cross and we don't like going through it. Like I thought about this. When did the disciples or the apostles spend time with their spouses and their children following Jesus every day? You know, a lot of people say the first ministry is in the home. But that's not what the Bible says. That's not. Because Adam was tilling the ground before Eve manifested. She was already there, but before she manifested. It says it here. When God beheld, there was no one for the man. It says, um, hmm, let me see where it is. And every plant of the field before it was in the ground. It says that there was not a man. Verse 5, Genesis 2. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no, there was not a man to till the ground. That is his first, that is the first ministry is to till the ground, which is the heart. Uh-huh. Because if our first ministry is our marriage or our home, what what did what 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 Paul and no, it is the bride, but it's the bride, it's the body of Christ. Because otherwise, Eve would have came first, and then tilling the ground. Not tilling the ground and then Eve. Otherwise, the apostles can easily say, I got my wife first. I got to train my children up first. So, there's something 
on our cross, some of us grieve hard, mourn for, for people, just people in general, it don't matter who it is. If we see people going through, we mourn because Jesus wept. Many of us go and set up churches different places because that is written. Many of us have to go deliver messages even to leaders and rulers and shepherds, pastors, because that's what have to be done. That's on their cross. Many of us have uh, our marriages are our greatest war. Because the bride of Christ and the children of God are rebellious. They're separated. You know, we are being reconciled back to God. And this is how marriages can go through all kind of stuff. But in the end, they're reconciled. I remember watching this guy and he said, did you know God got a divorce? He divorced the children, uh, the Hebrews at one point. He divorced. Jeremiah 3. And I saw when for all causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and given her a bill of divorce. Now that don't mean we run off and get a divorce. No. He loved his house. He loves his house. There's something on that cross. Sickness is on that cross. There's something on that cross. Perversion. Every sin is on that cross. This is how we go through stuff. And we're fighting. But it's on our cross. Be rejected by the very people that's on that cross. To be put on the cross. That's on that cross. To have no no way to lay our heads. There are people that just journey preaching the gospel. That's on their cross. There's something on our cross. We have blessings and we have joy and we have mercy and we have grace. We have all that stuff too. But there's also, the cross represents a lot of things. Death sacrifice, pain. But reconciliation, resurrection, victory. But that don't come first. This is what he says, and then I'm going to pray. Isaiah 66. That's a blessed word with a lot of blessings. When I kept getting it last year, I was like, wait a minute, I'm 60. But once I got to 66, I understood 
it says, this is how grand the Lord is. Verse 1, thus says the Lord, the heaven is my throne. So you know how we be like, God is in heaven. God's sitting on heaven. The heaven is my throne. Not my home, my throne. Woo! And the earth is my footstool. His feet is over us. His word too. Yeah. Where is the house that you build unto me? That's part of our cross. Main thing is reconciliation back to God. We came to preach the good word. The good news. This is the good news. We have to get an understanding of what we're doing. So when we do it, we do it sincerely. With every fiber in us. It's not about us. We have to die to ourselves. That's a part of the cross. Got to carry that cross. There's always assignment that's going to help carry that cross. Lord, send me sign in the name of Jesus. So it says, where is the house that you built for me? So we're fitly joined together. We're in the bride. We're the church. But also, there's also a church, a vessel, you know, a temple. God says in Revelation, even in Revelation 21, I know for sure. So we're building the temple, okay? Don't you know your body is the temple of God? So we all come collectively to form one temple, right? Okay, so are we building the house with the truth? Not what we think and not with how we see God, but the truth. That's how you build the house. So Paul said, we'll know what type of work it is because it's going to be tried by fire. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want my stuff to just be burning up because as long as it's unleavened and, and under fire, I should not be ashamed and it's not going to burn up because God ain't, I mean, Jesus then went through the fire. He then did that. Okay. We go through the fire. Yeah. Come out shining like gold. Though you slay me. Job's, look at Job's cross. Look at his cross. Look at Noah's cross. I don't know which one of them. Probably Job was uh, more because he felt it. But Noah saw all that death. Nothing but death. That's a cross to carry. That's a cross to carry. And I'm telling you, one of the hardest crosses ever is being assigned to the house of Israel. The lost sheep. Oh, my Lord. Paul went to the Gentiles. Peter went to Israel. Who put Jesus on the cross? Okay. So it says here, before I get off, it says, um, let me watch my. Okay, ooh, oh, I'm being here. Okay, for all things have my hands made. No, no, no. It says, where is the house that you built unto me? And where is the place of my rest? His peace, his, his, his paradise, his paradise, his garden. The house of God. 
It says, for all those things have my hands, my hand made all those things have been, says the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and contrite and of a contrite spirit and trembles at my word. That's the cross to carry. To proclaim the gospel. The, the prophets, that's a cross. Okay, so it, sa it says, he that kills an ox is as he slew a man. He that sacrifices a lamb as if he cuts off a dog's neck. He that offers an oblation or offering as if he offered swine's blood. He that burns incense as if he blessed an idol. That's almost like prayer because prayer, I knew this is why I had to rush. This is why I had to rush. Okay, okay, okay. But it says here, it says, I'm going to skip down. Before she travailed, she brought forth. Before her pain came, she was delivered a man, child. Who have heard such a thing? Who have seen such a thing? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day, or shall the nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. There's a cross we have to carry before we can, we can say all these other great things. Before we enter, there's a cross we have to bear in the process. There's a cross. We can't forfeit the cross and still... Say we set our eyes on heaven. There's a cross to carry. You may be the person that can't get married. You may be the person that can't bear because the church is barren. You can't, you may be the person. You may be the person. This is the cross to carry. And you're like, oh. but glory be unto God. He helps us to carry it. Because he's doing the work. We got to lay it on him. You may be the person that have to be like Noah and take care of more animals than you do humans. That may be the cross. But we can't take his glory. We're not doing it. He is. So, Father, we come to you this morning. Lord, let us not steal your glory, but give it back unto you. And let us not mourn because you said, lay it down at your feet. Our burden. And those things that lay in us heavily, Lord God, let us lay it at your feet. Let us lay it at your feet. Because the work is already done. We're just walking through, Lord God. And let us stop walking in sight and walk by faith so we don't even see stuff we don't supposed to see. We look at it through your eyes. We look at it through your eyes. Because how great is your glory upon our lives, Lord God. And these things are minor affliction. Comparing to the glory that shall be revealed. Comparing to eternal life. Lord, because this earthly vessel must dissolve. But after that, no man can hurt. No. Because our soul... I pray all our souls return to you. Operate in us, function in us. So when this earthly vessel dissolves, 
It is your spirit that was covered up by this coat of skin. So our soul returns to you. We can handle it because you're carrying it for us. But we're enduring. But Lord, it's not easy. Have mercy upon us, Lord God. Send grace abundantly, Lord God. It's an assignment to all those that are feeling weak and heavy laden. All of us, Lord. All of us. Somebody's crying out to you, Lord God. They don't even understand. You hear them. But they got to carry this cross as a symbol of our faith, our belief, and our trust, and our enduring to the end, our commitment and confidence and assurance that we have victory through it, Lord God. No matter how many stones are thrown, Lord God, we're going to get up and we're going to go back and we're going to preach the gospel in the name of Jesus with all the scorning and all the, the laughter and all the mockery. We look foolish to help build your church. And impart wisdom, looking like foolish men and women and children. But we see the promise afar off. In our now faith, we know we shall receive with the other saints. This temporary, this temporal, earthly is not our home. Our home is with you, eternal in your bosom, in your temple, with your light shining upon us, God the Father and the Lamb that was slain. Our hope is in you. Our hope is in you. And this cross is temporary. This cross is temporary. You are our eternal reward. You are our inheritance that no one can take from us. So let us not lay it down. Let us not give it away. Lord God, for this temporary endurance that seems overbearing, sometimes we hate our own life, like Paul says. But it's temporal. You've already carried the cross with everything on you. We can make it. We shall make it only because of you and the blood that carries us through and the word that you've already spoken because you cause us always to have victory and triumph in Jesus name. And I thank you. Encourage your children as we carry our crosses straight to Galgatha into paradise this day. In Jesus' name, you have a blessed day. Peace.